Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Folks, they are continuing to double and triple and quadruple down on a flat-out lie to you, to me, to the rest of the American people. It is, I mean, on the one hand, absolutely and totally predictable. On the other hand, uh, still somewhat, uh, it's still, I marvel at watching this. I do. I have to tell you, I do to watch. <laughs> I think part of it is to see how transparent and obvious it is and how effective it still is. It's goes to show why the left continues to embrace uh, political theater. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The sun could be shining in the middle of the sky at high noon, a hot, you know, a clear desert, you know, cloudless sky, high noon, high in the Arizona, you know, desert, sun shining in all of its glory, and the left. Someone will be out there. Would probably put it in Biden's teleprompter to deny that the sun exists or that the sun is blue or it doesn't matter. Maybe the same periwinkle blue that Kamala's suit was the other day when she was telling us, hi, my name is Kamala Harris. He or what was it? Her, she, her. I can't even do it. I can't even do it even though I think, listen to this nonsense. Probably That's probably why. I can't do it because it's so nonsensical to me. But anyway. They are professional deceivers, and that is what we're going to talk about today. But the good news is, my friend, is that truth is the most powerful and overwhelming thing that you can share with somebody. Truth, they may not want to hear it, but truth makes itself known. It doesn't matter. Folks, it doesn't matter if you believe it. It doesn't matter if I believe it. It is what it is. And so those that flat out reject truth have to go through a lot of mental gymnastics, jujitsu, smoke and mirrors, what we're seeing from this administration. And I want to talk about that today. And I really want to talk about this outright lie that they're telling to you and me. And that lie is, to be clear, that we are not in a recession. That is 100% a lie, 100%. The Todd Huff Fact-checking team has looked into this and done due diligence. Oz has been busy behind the scenes, combing through all sorts of information to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that we are, in fact, in a recession. A recession is something that happens when we have negative GDP growth in two consecutive quarters. Not to get too far ahead of the Bernie Sanders fans that may be tuned in this morning or whenever you're listening. We welcome you to the program, by the way. Just having a little healthy fun with you. But two quarters, six is the same as six. Two consecutive quarters is the same as two or six consecutive 
months. And so we've had we've had two consecutive quarters of a six-month period of time where the economy has shrunken. It has gotten smaller. It has receded. It has not grown. Ergo, we are in a recession. It is an outright, outright lie to say anything else. By the way, email address, thoughts, questions, opinions, feedback. Yes, yes, yes. Always share your adoration and praise. Todd at ToddFShow.com. That is the email. You can also text us or even leave your message on the Huff hotline, 317-210-2830, 317-210-2830. All I ask is that you make it count. Make it count. Don't waste this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Make it count. We'd love to hear from you. So they've lied to us, right? We know that they lied to us. This this, this is a politician lying <laughs> is as old as, as history, as old as civilization. Politicians lie. So we we know that. We know that they lie, but there's there's... I got to be careful here. I'm not trying to justify one type of lie over another, but there are different types different types of lies. For example, you can lie about whether or not you did something when you're caught or when you're questioned about it. No, I didn't. As Bill Clinton said, I didn't have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. That's a terrible impression, by the way. But that is what he said. There's um, short of, until we got the evidence, right, the infamous blue dress, there was no way to necessarily prove, although we certainly had our suspicions, to say the least, back in the uh, late 90s, but there's no way to necessarily prove some of these things. I mean, Biden's been accused, remember Biden's been accused of sexual assault. We're supposed to believe all women unless they accuse a Democrat, so that particular uh, woman will not be believed, which is sad. I mean, again... I'm not I actually am one that says, hey, let's if there's evidence brought, there needs to be a proper accounting for or I guess process whereby said evidence is, you know, goes through the proper channels, not just thrown into the media during a, a campaign or whatever. But anyway, and if there's evidence, I mean there should be consequences. Whatever the charges are, if the evidence support that the person being accused is guilty. I mean, these things go without saying. That person should be held accountable as the law says that he or she should be held accountable. No matter their political party, no matter their gender, no matter their race, no matter their preferred pronouns, no matter how much money they gave to Planned Parenthood, no matter how many times they try to redefine things to help the Democrat Party. It shouldn't matter. These folks, whoever faces an accusation that's actually upheld and in court and goes to the proper legal channel should have to deal with that. But politicians lie, and that's nothing new. But there's another type of lie, another type of lie that we're being subjected to today. So we don't necessarily know what happens if someone's accused. Kavanaugh was accused, right? Kavanaugh was accused. We listened to that whole uh, that whole thing during the uh, the Supreme Court confirmation process a few years ago. We listened to that. We talked about that. We've got episodes on that if you want to go back and check those out if you want. But at some point, you have to make a judgment based upon credibility of witnesses, what the accusations are, what the evidence is, etc., etc. But the things that we are being lied to about today are not about things that happened 
behind closed doors. Someone says this person did something inappropriate or illegal or whatever, and then we have to decide who's telling the truth. We are now, they're now lying to us about things that are objectively obvious to anyone who cares to embrace truth. Part of me thinks that this is almost a trial balloon because as I've so brilliantly stated on this program in the past, the left ultimately wants a society where there is, in fact, I was talking about this at lunch yesterday with a couple of really, really good uh, good men. And we were talking about this. And, and I, I believe, I believe that truth, that truth and morality, the moral code is so overwhelmingly powerful to the, to the average individual around the world. I believe I'm a Christian. I believe that God wrote his moral law on our hearts. I believe that through the, just through the, just looking at creation, I think he's made his fingerprints known. And I think that the, I know some of you are atheists. Look, I don't hate you. This is just what I think. I think you're, by the way, let's just be clear. I think you're wrong. <laughs> I think you're wrong. You're right to have your, your own opinion. These are important matters. Don't believe the government should be forcing anyone to, you know, confess this or that or have a certain religious belief. Absolutely vehemently against that. In fact, I would re, uh, certainly defend your rights to say there is no God, even to even to have the right to say some things about my God that I don't personally appreciate and I think could be, um, you know, really bad to say. I think that that's important in a free society. You're not going to offend God, by the way. Anyhow, so I think that it's so powerful on the inside of the human being that ultimately what they want, they, they know, they know that the world they desire, which ultimately is a world where there is no right or wrong, right? I'm, I'm old enough to remember when we talked about things like postmodernism, when we talked about things, whether it was in academia or even in the culture, we talked about things like absolute morality, absolute truth. And we still have those discussions, just not in those, in those terms. But the radical left rejects, it's ironic, but they reject the idea in many cases. I can't say it's a uniform across the board, but many of them would say there is no such thing as truth. There's your truth and my truth, which, oh my goodness, is, it, it is perhaps the top pet peeve for me. For someone to say my truth, your truth, no, there is truth. There is truth, period. There is a truth. Uh, there, there are absolute truths, whether either it's God created this world or he didn't. Whichever option is true, I happen to believe it's the former. He did create this world, this universe. But if you believe another or that, you know, if you believe that a God or a God didn't, then we both can't be right. Those are those are truth claims. Um, and your experience in life, your experience, it's true that you have doubts. If you're a doubter, it's true that you have faith. If you're a person who has faith, it's, but the, the idea that it's your truth is just completely foreign to me as far as what the concept is. Truth is what is. So I think it's one of the reasons, many of the reasons God reveals himself to Moses in the Old Testament as I am. He just, it, it, he is what is, right? He, the ultimate truth to someone that believes in the, in the scriptures. But there's a rejection of, of this truth to the extreme godless radical left. And they 
they will fight tooth and nail to basically not have to hear externally people making truth claims that they believe, that they hear, that they feel in their conscience and in their heart. The truth claims like there is a creator. The truth claims like there is a moral code. And if there's a moral code, there has to be a moral code or moral law giver. And that, of course, is not something that the godless radical left wants to accept because if there's a moral law giver, then that means I need to follow the law <laughs> and I'm accountable to these to what the moral law is and I'm I I there's right and wrong and that that just rubs these folks the wrong way and they I think they feel those convictions so powerfully on the inside that they cannot stomach the idea of hearing someone externally say the same things that they already feel on the inside. I think that they do not want to accept that. And so that be, has become, for the godless radical left, that they, they've gone on a journey. It's been many years now, and folks like me have pointed this out. Uh, now, it's almost seven years. By the way, in a couple of weeks will be our seven-year seven anniversary of doing this program, August 10th. So I always look forward to that, to share that. I'm grateful, by the way, to those of you who've been with us from the beginning or from the early, early days. And so it's been almost seven years. Hard to believe. It really is. Anyway, so, but they have from the beginning, and even before the, my seven years of doing this, long, long ago, they've wanted to erase this concept of, of truth. And it's really how we end up with having conversations about morality, uh, what is a woman. We've talked about that pretty extensively on here, Matt Walsh's documentary, and other things as well. They, they've, they want to constantly erode and take away from truth because it ultimately their worldview is not based in truth. Their worldview is based in falsehoods, deceit, misunderstanding of human nature. It's really about as wrong as you can get on a particular on on a worldview as that exists today. And they have to reject truth. They have to come up with crazy explanations. And I want to go through. And so so this this argument about the recession, this is part and parcel of this. It is clear it is as clear as the noonday sun that I referenced earlier in this segment. There is not a cloud in the sky. It is high noon. A recession is and has always been defined as two consecutive quarters of negative economic growth. That is what we've had. That is what we've had. We are officially in a recession. I'm not cheering this on, but it is inevitable when leftists run the economy. This is what, this is what happens, my friends. When leftist policies are embraced, this is what happens. It is inevitable. It, they are part and parcel, one and the same. It's, it's, it is cause and effect. And so here we are. Of course, we, for those of you that voted for Biden because you didn't like Trump's tweets, which I know some of you, some of you did. Some folks are harsh on you. I'm not. I just, I plead with you to say, <laughs> look, at, look at what's happened, right? I, I can overlook that. Change, change it before the next time you vote. Remember what happened. Remember who's at fault when you step back into the voting booth 
this fall because the party that's in charge now, which is run by the radical left, rejects truth. And the most recent and most obvious way that they have rejected truth is by telling you that we're not really in a recession. They will double and triple and quadruple down on this. Biden did this even yesterday, saying it's not a recession. And then he starts talking about other things, which I'm going to go through it. But I want, I just want you to keep in mind, and this is what we're going to talk about today, a government that lies to you as boldly as this. If they, <laughs> they come out and they say, we're not in a recession. The president of the United States... When it's absolutely obvious, factually true, it's unavoidable, undeniable. It is the, I'm the the perfect example, the textbook definition of what recession is. That's where we are, but they're denying it. What else are they lying to you about? The boldness and just the, just the, I, the audacity to do this. What else are they lying about? Of course, we know conservatives, folks that follow this, we know. There's a whole lot more. But I want to bring up some things. Talk about that as the program unfolds. But first, I've got to take a time out. You're listening here, my friends, to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. Sorry, I got a little bit... Uh, actually, I turned the volume down, and I didn't hear that. So, <laughs> all right, it's a Friday. What can I say? So, Biden yesterday... Biden yesterday said that... He was, again, speaking from the White House. I'm looking here at a Washington Post article. I don't have... I don't have the... I tried to find the video slash audio feed. I couldn't find it. Now... I dug a decent amount, and I'm not saying it's not out there, but I I'm I find myself wondering when that's the case. If if they're just stopping as much of the video stuff as possible, considering the president, you know, doesn't blink anymore, and he, I mean, just all the all the things that happen when when you see it, bad enough to hear it, but when you see it, it even makes it worse. It just makes me wonder. Um, but I couldn't find it. I see a lot of quotes. But what he said yesterday, Biden, again, what he's, what's he doing? He's denying that we are in a recession. We absolutely, unequivocally, without any question whatsoever, I cannot, th- this is the strongest language, I, wh- whatever, whatever means certainty, however you communicate that, that needs to be the word, the phrase, the type of language used here because it is absolutely certain that, Recession, a recession begins once this nation happens to have two quarters of negative GDP growth. We have had that. It is documented. I don't know what else to say. They're up there lying about it because, again, part part of it's because they have gotten people to believe that whatever they say... Um, just I, it's amazing. You know, we have all this information at our fingertips, and that's part of the problem because Google, in the blink of an eye, Google can can scrub stuff from existence. 
But what people, I think people think they're so smart because they've got Google. And there's a difference between knowledge and wisdom, right? The application of that knowledge. And I've said on this program before that there's a, a plethora of information, but a complete lack of wisdom, discernment, being able to put the pieces of the puzzle together. And it's almost as though some people have stopped. They've ceased to think for themselves. They've ceased being critical, especially if it's their guy in office. Whatever that person says goes, the other side is Satan incarnate. And the problem is, the problem is, first of all, all, politicians by nature lie. Second of all, if you don't have the ability to think and a little bit of a critical I am not saying to be some, you know, just overly negative cynic, but you have to be critical of what we're being told because this stuff matters tremendously. It does. It matters tremendously. And so what are we left with? We're left with people that can be told whatever because the guy in the office, the guy in the White House today, has been given thumbs up approval by a bunch of professional deceivers in the media. And because they're not in a tizzy each and every day reporting on the Biden White House, then people who don't think for themselves think everything's fine. And so when he says that we have solid job growth, we have a rebound in manufacturing, all that can be true. That is that is that is not the same thing as a recession. He but he says that doesn't sound like a recession to me. That's what Biden said yesterday. Folks, I was talking to Oz before the show, and I was trying to think of a good analogy. Imagine going to your doctor, going to your doctor and getting on the scale. Now, I know that this doesn't happen to anyone in this audience, but maybe to somebody that you know, wink, wink, you get on the scale and the numbers may be a little bit higher than what the doctor thinks it should be. Maybe the doctor says you're a few pounds, we'll say a few pounds, five pounds, 10 pounds overweight, just for the sake of this discussion. Now, let's say he also did, she also did a blood draw and checked your cholesterol, maybe your blood sugar, whatever. And let's say just because just because you're overweight, may your blood sugar may or may not be high. And if your blood sugar is normal, it doesn't suddenly mean that your being overweight goes away. So recession just for the sake of this analogy you can you can use any any of the pieces of this uh, analogy with one another but let's let's say recession is like getting on the scale right and your and your body weight step on the scale for the recession if it shows a negative number which of course again if Bernie Sanders listeners or or followers are tuned in that can't happen uh, at least on planet earth here if it does happen you should check the scale let's say that so if you step on the, the recession scale, two, there's two consecutive quarters placed on the scale. If it shows two, well, let's just say you put one quarter on the scale, it shows a negative number. You place the other quarter on the scale, it shows a negative number. You're in a recession, period, end of discussion. Then let's say they take a blood draw from you. Now let's say in the analogy, the blood draw is what Biden says here, solid job growth, solid job growth. So let's say you get your blood tested for blood sugar and it comes back 
normal or excellent or whatever. You can have solid job growth, but it doesn't change the fact that you are in a recession. They're measuring different things. This is where people, this is where uh, political parties, economists will argue about the health of the economy. They'll say, well, this rece- we're in a recession, but it's a minor recession. There's a lot of good indicators. I don't think we're going to stay here long. That's an argument that can be made. But to say that you're not in a recession when you are demonstrably without question in a recession is, by definition, dishonest. It's deceitful. These are professional deceivers. That is what they are doing Look it up yourself. But if you can't and you just trust me, you're, you're in good hands here because I'm not going to lie to you. I'll leave that up to Biden and the leftists and other politicians. But the, we are being lied to and misled. And so the question is, it's bad enough that we're being lied to here. We shouldn't let them get away with it. But what else are we being lied to? Boy, there, this is just scratching the surface. I'm going to go through some things and, and just pose the question in the second half of this program. If they are lying, which there's no if, because they are lying about us being, about us not being in a recession here, what else could they be lying to, right? They're lying to us about a recession because they want to get their way, which is they want to get reelected or minimize the losses in 2022. It's for, it's for selfish gain. That's what it's for. That's why we're being lied to. So what other selfish gain? could they be trying to get out of all the other things that they've been lying to us about? We'll touch on some of those things, actually maybe several of those things in the time we have left today. Sit tight, my friends. Listening to Conservative Not Better Talk, I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. There we are. I jumped in at the right time. I didn't let the music almost fade out. Caught it this time. So let's get back. Let's pick up where we left off. If they're going to lie to us, not again, not if they absolutely have lied to us about inflation or uh, excuse me, recession, probably inflation too. truth be known. I mean, the real number of inflation is in my, in my humble opinion, it's higher than what they're telling us, maybe significantly higher. So, but they're definitely lying to us. It's demonstrably provable that they are lying to us about not being in a recession. So just keep this in mind. Keep this lie in mind the next time they try to tell us something about. Now listen, you can have, well, you can have whatever opinion you want about these issues you want. That's not even the point here. We, will, we can discuss that. And I have opinions on virtually everything on here, probably everything on here. But that's not the point of this. Just remember these things, no matter what your personal beliefs are. Just remember that they lie to your face, double and triple down, regardless of how much evidence that exists. They don't care. They don't care because they trust their friends in the media. They trust their friends in big tech and social media. They trust people who don't have any sort of ability to be critical, to have a filter up between what is being spoken and what actually gets into the mind and the subconscious to be accepted as real and true. They rely upon the low-information voter. Whatever. But just think about this. The next time, 
Remember, they lie. They lie. Biden is standing there lying. Biden's press secretary, Corrine Jean-Pierre, is standing there lying. Janet Yellen is sitting there lying. Biden economic advisor sitting there lying. Unequivocally lying. Provable lying. So what does that mean? The next time, think about, keep that in mind, the next time they want to tell you about COVID policies, COVID vaccines, mask mandates, government shutdowns or whatever's coming, potentially, again, remember that the next time they try to tell you about those things. Remember that they've redefined what recession is and they're demanding, demanding that you believe the new definition because they said so. Because why? Because they think it personally gives them an advantage. Remember that they lied to you about a recession. The next time they talk about climate change, climate change legislation, which of course, apparently, Senator Joe Manchin, West Virginia Democrat, has come to an agreement with the rest of the radicals in the U.S. Senate. And there's going to be some climate change legislation that gets pushed through with this with the reconciliation package or whatever. Um, so remember that. Remember when they tell us what the sea levels are going to be in 50 years. Remember what when they tell you what the cause of global warming is. Remember when they talk about electric vehicles. And again, I'm not against, please do not conflate the, 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 the issue where you stand on the issue with being deceived about the issue. So when they tell you about how these things are going to save the planet, when they tell you, when they, when they use the, the, the terms and the phrases of the day to call Republicans and conservatives really bad names, they want you to think they hate people and want to have dirty air and disgusting water, that sort of stuff. Remember this. They lie to you. Remember when they try to tell you what's in the Constitution, in the case of Roe versus Wade, or what's not in the Constitution when it comes to the Second Amendment. Remember them, how big of liars they are about this recession, when they try to tell you what type of government we have. They insist that we have a democracy. Now, we certainly have a, a, a system of government that has democratic aspects. I do not reject that or deny that for one moment. But we are not a pure democracy. We are a republic, specifically a constitutional republic. I suppose you could say a democratic republic. But we are not a pure democracy. As I've said before, and as I will say again right now, I think that the reason that they insist upon that is because that's a shorter trip for them to start converting people to democratic socialists. Democratic socialists. Remember, that's what Bernie Sanders insists that he is. Democratic socialists. Don't trust them. Don't trust this administration. Don't trust the professional deceivers in the media. Don't trust the Democrat Party. Look, be skeptical of all these politicians. I'm not defending anybody in particular. I'm just saying we are being flat out lied to about a recession. Flat out lied to in the sense not about having a recession, about them saying we're not having a recession. That is, you want to talk about the big lie? There's your big lie, that we're not a recession. We're not in a recession, I should say. Plenty of more things to think about, folks. And I know many of you have already, I, I've, got, I've got another 20 bullet points here. We'll hit those as many as we can on the other side of the break. Sit tight, my friends. Back in just a minute.
friends. Let's continue this discussion of all the things, all the things that I think reasonable people should at least pause and ask themselves if the government, if the Biden administration in particular here is lying to us about just boldly lying, not even trying to, just telling us that something that was the case a couple of week or two ago is no longer the case. And the definition of recession has changed because they've just arbitrarily said that it should. Again, it's important to note why. It's for personal for personal reasons. It is for it is to benefit the party. It is to it doesn't matter about anything else. It's just in their best interest to not have to say this economy's in recession. So I listed a few things. Last segment, what about if they're lying about recession, which again, I got to quit saying if, they definitely are. Maybe, just maybe, could they be lying to us about who poses the greatest risk to our liberties? Could they be lying about guns and gun violence, the actual real number of mass shootings, and that they're, well, that they are not here to, quote, take your guns? Could it be possible? Maybe. Is it conceivable that these jokers and clowns and professional deceivers are in fact lying about those things. I'm just raising hypotheticals here. What about, could they be lying as to what is free speech and who's interested in protecting free speech? Could that possibly be on the list of things that they're being deceitful about? What about what an insurrection is? What about what happened on January 6th? What about Trump's speech? What about this make-believe fantasy January 6th commission. If they're going to lie to you about the definition of recession right before your very eyes in the middle of the daytime, right, on uh, on television, all in all sorts of interviews at press conferences, something that's easily, until Google <laughs> scrapes it from existence, easily something that can be researched. Maybe you've got to go to DuckDuckGo or some other search engine what defines a recession, they're going to lie to you so boldly about that. Would they not lie about these other things? What about when life begins? Could that possibly be something that they're lying about? Unborn child being referred to as a clump of cells? Is that something that could be deceitful in the least? Is that something that could be lying about? Could they be lying, as I had a list of stuff yesterday, as Planned Parenthood has changed changed their website, by the way, changed their website to uh, the way that they referred to ectopic pregnancies and abortions before, I don't know, before this week or maybe last week, their website said that ectopic pregnancies and abortions were different. Now they're trying to define the two things as different difference, uh, the same thing, just with slight differences. Could that possibly be something that they're lying about? The big lie, voter integrity, voter fraud, election fraud. Could that be something? I'm just posing a question here, calling for insurrection. I'm just asking, could that be something that these jokers and deceivers and sophists are lying to us about? Seems to me that that's a very conceivable thing to consider. Reasonable, in fact. What about Hunter Biden's laptop? Remember the very story they called fake news a couple of weeks before the election and 
2020? Could that, in fact, have more to it? Could there be more there than the average person knows? And for those of you that listen to this program or followed that story or read the book Laptop from Hell, you know exactly what I'm talking about and referring to. Could that be something that these jokers and sophists and professional deceivers are misleading us about? What about Joe Biden's health? What about Joe Biden's health? The His mental state? What about discussions of the 25th Amendment? What about all the stuff that happens behind closed doors? What about the obvious decline, obvious problems that exist from falling going upstairs to not being able to blink to not being able to complete thoughts to losing his train of thought altogether? And, of course, the numbers and examples of these things are numerous and all over the place for anybody who wants to see. Is that possibly something they could be lying to us about? Or maybe, this is the throwback to the 1990s with Bill Clinton, maybe possibly they could be lying to us about what the definition of is is. Or maybe about American history, the basis for our federal government, maybe the faith, the impact of Christianity, the Bible on our founders, maybe the facts and the fact-checking Examples they've given us, perhaps, just maybe, in the grand scheme of things, they might be lying to us about that. Free and fair elections, all this faux outrage about people trying to suppress votes and so forth, could that be something that possibly, maybe, they're lying about? The true cost of legislation, the true intent of legislation, what's really in legislation, the role of the Supreme Court? I could go on and on and on. Those are the examples I thought of as I was getting ready for the program, they're lying to us about a recession. Again, not if, they definitely are. Since they're lying to us about a recession, meaning they're telling us we're not in one when we absolutely, unequivocally, positively are in a recession. What else are these jokers and deceivers and clowns and evildoers trying to deceive and mislead you about? Quick time out, my friends. Back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. I know, I know this is the saddest time of your week, and I understand, but I can tell you that you can check out this program, archives of our episodes, ToddHuffShow.com. You can always download the podcast, which is free, highly advisable, by the way. 98%, 98% of scientists agree that listening to this program can stop those terrible side effects that comes from liberalism and even worse from radical leftism. So check those out. Appreciate you listening. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. We'll be back at it again on Monday, folks. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. SDGC then.